When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello from our final live-ish show in Melbourne, Australia. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig. Craig, how are you going? I remember to do it. How are you going? Someone said that to me today in the press room. I was like, oh, how are you going? Yep. It's either how's it going or how you doing in the U.S. But here it's how you, how going. Are you going, which you know what? I'm going to take that back with me. Fair enough. Yep. Why not? But how, how are you going, Craig? It's been quite an eventful day for us. It was and quite an, more so for the Coyotes, right? Yeah. For the players, because as Leah's as, as Leah brought up earlier, um, the Coyotes arena woes have followed them to Melbourne. <laughs> Yeah, we had a little bit of an issue today. This is not the first time that the NHL has had issues with ice when they try to transplant it. And I, I want to make this clear. This is not a criticism of the NHL. I know it's it's fashionable on social media and easy when you have no idea the logistics of moving a rink. This is not like moving a basketball court or playing on a field. It's not the same thing. You have to put an ice sheet down and then hope that all of the logistics work. You can, you can do on-site visits. You can be here a year in advance. But until you put it together in that environment, you just don't know. And what happened today is the LA Kings practice at Rod Labor Arena. And there really wasn't enough time between that practice and the Coyotes practice for the ice to really reset or set up. So as I tweeted in a photo, there were puddles, there were ruts, there were there was it did not look good it, yeah it didn't, didn't take a genius to all. look at that and think that doesn't look good you no know, i feel bad badly for the players and the coaches because they were set and their day ended up getting like they had to bus all the way back to the o'brien ice house for a practice they dealt with it and then they had to bus all the way back to rod labor to do media availability so a rough day for the team plus but they, they got stuck in an hour of traffic yeah, on the way back from the O'Brien Ice House to Rod Laver. Yep. I also feel badly for the fans yes. who turned out for this, like specifically like they paid for parking and everything. Well, and they, they thought they were gonna see two yeah. practices and have two autograph sessions. And instead the second half was canceled for as the NHL said to maintain optimal ice conditions. It clearly was not optimal when we were looking at it. But I will say this we went back to Rod Laver for media availability after practice and while the upper concourse was locked and I was told I couldn't go in, of course, being the reporter that I am, I snuck in on the lower level and nobody stopped me. So it's not like nobody cared. I walked past multiple 
workers at the arena and I walked and looked at the ice and the ice looked really good. Actually, those guys had been working really hard after that issue. They had resurfaced it. I know they had scraped it. They, they had done a lot of work and the ice looks good. I'm guessing it's going to be fine for game one. We'll see how it holds up, you know, after a, a full game and then having to come back the next day and play again. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Coach Andre Turini did say in his availability that he, Clayton Keller, Lawson Krause, and Nick Schmaltz all got on the ice when they got back from the O'Brien Ice House. And he said it was 100% better than it was when they first stepped on the ice in the morning, which is really good to hear if the ice crew was already, you know, that successful in just a few hours. It, it gives me hope because we drove away when we were driving to O'Brien. It was like, Oh God, like mm -hmm. what's going to happen here. So it seems like it's going to have a good resolution, um, which, you know, as you mentioned, the NHL has, and the NHL has done this in elements, with the sun with right. rain, you know, like you have to kind of remember that as well. Um, but they've also had to move practices before, yeah. like it's happened before they've dealt with this and then they get it ready. Game yeah. Yeah. And as you mentioned, the more unfortunate thing was for the fans who showed up and there were a lot of them. We'll mm -hmm. talk about that more at the end of the show. Um, and then, you know what? The Coyotes really made the most of their practice at O'Brien. That was a like solid hour and a half. It was. It was a long practice. practice. I was a little surprised. Yeah. But... They skated hard. It, it was a good hard practice. We were we were surprised. But, you know, the day ended, I think, three hours later than originally intended, which you know, for everyone involved was uh, maybe unexpected. It would just be the best word we can use to describe it. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, but hockey the hard way. <laughs> Seriously. Arena woes. What else is new? This is being a coyote and a coyotes fan and follower and yeah. reporter. Yeah, there it is. There it is. But uh, all of that aside, we do have two games this weekend, Craig. Um, and we kind of got some clarity on. We did indeed maybe some potential lines, at least for tomorrow. And we have our starting goalies for the weekend as well. Yes. Um, yeah. And with the lines, you're right. At least for tomorrow. We Again, this is training camp. It's, it's a time to experiment with different combinations. And I'm guessing some guys will get the day off on the, the second day. Not a lot because they didn't bring a lot. So, but but all the players are going to play in these two games at some point. It's it's really the fourth line that I wonder about. But we got to look at the lines, at least that they were running in practice today, which I'm guessing are going to be the lines tomorrow. Of course, everybody knows by now. I guess tonight for you, as we say. Oh, yeah. This. Sorry. 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 Like, we're recording right now at, at about 520 p.m. In, in Melbourne on Friday, which is after midnight on Thursday. Well, it's actually after midnight now, so it's actually oh, Friday. Oh, it's Friday, so... We're, we're actually talking to you on the same day, which is a that. rarity yeah. here. Anyway, um, you know that the uh, Nick Schmaltz, Barrett Hayden, Clayton Keller line is going to stay together. They were together today. Also, the Lawson Krause, Nick Bukestad, Matthias Michelli line, they were together. The second line that we have talked about, and is it AZ Sports Guy that yes, named it? Yes, Matt uh, named it the babysitter or babysitting line, which like is, you know what? You're, you're right. It's better than dad because dad implies they're all dads. Um, babysitter, I feel it feels more apt. Right. So Logan Cooley and Dylan Gunther are a long way from being dads, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Jason Zucker and is being there. He can be their babysitter. So. Yeah. He's he's on the left side. Logan Cooley in the middle. Dylan Gunther on the right side. So that's what we saw today. And I, I do think we're we've kind of been seeing it a lot yeah, this week. So I think they're going to roll that out. And I, I'm really intrigued by that line. Obviously, a lot has to go right. You have to worry about the other side of the puck. And you've got two very young players. So we'll see how it plays out if they can be responsible enough to stick together because the offensive 
potential for that line is really interesting to think about. Um, Dylan Gunter, of course, is is a scorer. He's a goal scorer. He's got the shot. Logan Cooley can find him. Jason Zucker can be the responsible guy, clean up, sort of shepherd them. But he's he's a two-way player, so he can contribute both ways. It'll be interesting to see that. And then the fourth line, I don't know. They were rotating four guys in. And I, again, I, I'm thinking we're going to see some combination on Saturday and then a different combination on Sunday of Jack McBain in the middle. He, he may play the whole time, but then you've got Travis Boyd, Liam O'Brien, and who am I blanking on? Oh, Alex Kerfoot. So... We'll see how those combinations play out. Uh, on defense, we saw the pairs that we've been talking about, right, for a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Dumba and J.J. Mosier on, on the top pair. We saw Yusuf Alamaki and Sean Dursey on the second pair. Troy Stetcher and Josh Brown were together. And then the fourth pair was Victor Soderstrom and uh, Travis Dermott. So that's what that looks like. And then I asked Andre Tourigny for, <laughs> as I said, this is the first of 100 times I will ask you this. And before I even finished, he answered the question. He said, oh, who's in net? Yes. <laughs> surprising so it was a little surprising yeah, it actually I, was. I don't want to read too much into this but Connor Ingram is going to get the start in the first game and Karel Vimelka will start the second game I don't expect Andrew Oak to get any time but you never know what transpires in the midst of yeah. a game but that's the way it's all going to shake out for these two games um maybe Connor Ingram got the first start because they saw his amazing performance in camp confidential with us <laughs> um if you have missed that it's on our PHNX Sports YouTube channel and at PHNX underscore coyotes on Twitter we finally got Connor Ingram in front of the camera and we need if you meet Connor Ingram at any point say when are you going to be on the PHNX Coyote Show? See, we got to we got to start applying pressure, gentle pressure. Gentle. Though. We don't want to get him scared. No, we want to we want to hype him up. You were so great. You're so funny. He was though. This he was. Like, it's, it's true. That's why we you want him it. on the show. Um, but anyway, and one other thing we did see, Craig was we think we saw a power play one. Yes. Um, and that was Clayton Keller, Dylan Gunther, Sean. Barrett Hayden and Nick Schmaltz. No, no, no. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it was Dylan Gunther at the left point, though, Sorry. which was really I just, interesting. Did I just list six people? No, you, you listed the right oh. five. But Dylan <laughs> Gunther at the left point was interesting. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I don't know if we're, they're going to roll that up. That's going to be a work in progress because he'll need to learn that. That's There were some hiccups watching him today. So, But the, the, the top line clearly there, Sean Dursey, as we expected, going to get some run on the the first power play. They really like his potential. They want to see what he can do. So we'll see how that unit comes. And then you saw PK1. I think you saw that as well, right? Yeah. Um, Kraus, Valamaki. I can't even remember. Bukestad. Bukestad and, and Mosier? Yep. Yeah. That was yeah. PK1. So yeah. that's what we're seeing right now. So here we go. Yeah. And as we've been mentioning this week, Craig and I will have kind of a few takeaways from each game. It'll be a shorter form video. So no shows, but we will have recaps on our YouTube channel and on our Twitter. So if you're interested in what we saw, again, you can watch the games um, on NHL Network at 9 p.m. Arizona time. And if you're watching this in Australia, it's on ESPN Australia, 2 p.m. Melbourne time as well. Um, but, you know, it, it, it feels good for them to finally play games. They kind of had a head start. Most training, most NHL training camps started today. The yeah. Coyotes and Kings have been skating since Monday. So it feels about that time. Like, let's get in a game situation. Let's see how things unfold. Um, but for Coach Andre Turney, you know, obviously preseason games, they don't count. They literally don't count for anything statistically, but they count for something in terms of effort, performance, learning, getting comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other day, Craig asked, Bear, you know, just what his outlook on this weekend's games are, and this is what he had to say. I let it roll. I, 
the result doesn't mean anything for me at this point. The way we will play means a lot. The way we will fight, the way we will battle, the way we will work, the way we will apply what we view this week in terms of system and fundamentals, that means a lot, the score. We can get lucky and win a few lucky goals and win the game 6-1. doesn't mean anything if it's lucky or if they play a bad game or whatever. I think for me, it's no matter what will be the score, I hope they will play a good game, we will play a good game, we will progress in what we try to teach and we'll have an effort from everybody. That's what I hope. Leave it, leave it to bear to, you know, articulate everything so well, but it's so true. This is what the preseason is for. You can't really read too much into it. The one, again, I feel like a broken record, but the one thing about this training camp is it's so unique. This is mainly the NHL roster. So instead of you're trying to mesh guys, get guys to play games, see them, which is what's going on in Arizona. And we'll get to some updates from the Arizona side um, here shortly, including a message from Petey, who we miss dearly. Um, You know, this isn't, oh, let's throw Maverick Lamoureux and Connor Geeky in a game and Clayton Keller sits out. This is is mostly your NHL roster and let's see how – you know, comfortable they are, if they've gotten the systems with just four days, it's kind of, sometimes it just feels so good to just do something that you've been practicing for, and then you can reevaluate after the fact. And I think hopefully for these guys, that's, that's what they'll get over the next two days. Yeah. And they're really the only team in the NHL that has this experience. Even the LA Kings brought 27 players here. So there's more cuts to be made. The Coyotes really have it whittled down here to where, you you know, Andrew Oak's not going to be on this team, right? So if you do a 23 man roster, you have one player that you've got to, cut from this roster if you do 23 maybe they'll do 22 because tucson's so close but they really don't have a lot of decisions to make here yep one other thing that we're really looking forward to this weekend is logan cooley um wearing the kachina in his first nhl game ever i mean it's not regular season but it's still an nhl event um not only are these the first southern hemisphere nhl games ever ever yeah Logan Cooley is going to be playing in it, and that's really exciting. He already shed his first NHL blood in practice yeah, today. Yeah, his lip got today a little... here. Sorry, um, yeah, got a little, but he, he's he fine. fine. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't worry about that. And Troy Sutter is also fine. But in case you're interested, I hope you're interested. I have I have a piece up on Logan Cooley on the website right now at gophnx.com, and I talked to him. I talked to Bill Armstrong. I talked to Andre Tourigny about what success looks like in his first season. Um, Great stuff from Logan Cooley. Actually, he was he was he really dove into it today. Um, and and listen, part of this, as as you'll see in the story, part of this is managing his expectations. Right? He's going to be hyped big time. The fan base is going to ex- be expecting a lot. He's going to expect a lot from himself, even production wise. He wants to put up big points. The Coyotes won't mind if he puts up big points as long as he's doing it the right way, because that's that's the bigger thing here, and that's what Andre Turney stressed. He has to be a complete player. It can't just be producing on offense, but slacking in these other areas and hurting the team in other areas. He's got to come along as a complete player. And if that means maybe in his first season that he's not putting up quite the points, don't freak out on it. This this is a process still. He's, I mean, again, we've talked about this. Was, was there some value to him going back for another year to Minnesota? Maybe just to get bigger. He's worked at that. He's worked on his body this summer, but... He's still only a sophomore in college, right? Here he is in the NHL. So 
temper your expectations. Um, they're going to try to have him temper his, his expectations. He understands he needs to temper it, his expectations, and yet he'd probably still like to win the Calder Trophy yeah. as Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Um, and one thing, too, Nick Bugstad spoke to the media today as well yeah. um, and had a really great quote on Logan as well that he he doesn't he's not the kind of kid that expects things to be handed to him like yeah. he he's someone who kind of works hard and knows that you know he needs to work hard just because he's the third overall pick he's not you know one of those guys who feels like he deserve is deserving of anything and I think that's a good attitude to have and again it, it goes back to the the culture that Bill Armstrong and Andre Turney are, are building on the ice here no so. doubt no doubt Exciting stuff ahead, Craig. I'm really excited for these games and, you know, for, for the fans who were t- there today at practice, hopefully they'll uh, get to see some coyotes on the ice uh, mm-hmm. over the next couple of days here. Um, but Craig and I have been having a great week here in Melbourne. I will say I am missing four peaks. There was an instance where Craig was reading the beer menu, said, what's this beer like? And the waitress kind of hesitated. And I turned to Craig and I said, it's exactly like Four Peaks Golden Lager. And Craig said, oh, my God, that's exactly what I feel like. And he had it. And it was it a good explanation? It was was a good beer. Yes. Yes, that was. It was spot on. So that's what. So like Four Peaks, they have so many different beers that like there's something for everyone. The Golden Lagers, the Desert Day Drinkers, the Wows, the Peach hazy ipa like whatever kind of beer oh my god yeah whatever kind of beer you like four peaks has it um and it's getting uh it's getting to be fall which i'm really excited about so four peaks is a lot of great fall events you can visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events stein holding oktoberfest and haunted brewery tours are right around the corner check out at four peaks brew or at four peaks pub to keep up with the latest at arizona's hometown brewery you must be 21 or older to drink four peaks and please drink responsibly i know everybody's kind of freaking out because as of right now, there's no uh, TV deal announced for the Coyotes. They did announce their a one-year radio deal today. I know things are in the works. If As soon as we know something, I promise we'll talk about it. Um, but whatever channel the Coyotes are broadcast on, I hope it's on Fubo TV. Me too. Because everything else is. I mean, red, NFL Red Zone, college football. I mean, Bally right now is on it. Um, I don't know what you'd watch on there i guess i was i didn't really think that one through oopsie anyway 140 plus live channels of sports shows movies and news you can try stream live tv from any device you also get a thousand hours of cloud dvr at no extra charge watch all your favorite college football and nfl games with fubo go to www.fubotv.com slash phnx to sign up for 15 percent off your first month of fubo pro all right let's uh spin the globe to the other side of the world, um, where Steve Peters is on the ground in at the Ice Den in Scottsdale, which is really crazy that our beat PHNX Coyotes is covering training camp in two places at once. Yeah. Um, Again, we're the only ones doing that. Yeah. So. Unbelievable. So first of all, PD had the chance to walk and talk with Jan Yannick on Thursday, um, which again, that's on our Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes straight up ask him, you know, about this process, this summer, how he's feeling health wise. So definitely go check that out. That kind of was the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will let PD tell everybody what, uh, what the biggest takeaways were yeah. from training camp in Arizona. So here's PD. 
Just a quick check-in from this side of the world as the Coyotes hit training camp in Scottsdale today at the Ice Den. It's a world away from Australia, but there's a lot of guys here trying to make this team too, and there's a couple of storylines to follow. Jan Unique made his debut after signing his one-year contract yesterday with the club. He said he's healthy, he's ready to get on the ice, and he wants to prove to this Coyotes management that he belongs in the organization. Another thing to look at is the Coyotes rookies had a lot of success last weekend of the rookie showcase in Las Vegas. Look for players like Josh Doan, Connor Geeky, Maverick Lamaru, Maximilian Zuber, and Akurati, who played very well last weekend. Now they need to show they can continue to do that against NHL players, NHL talent. And they're going to get a chance to do that over the next two days as the Coyotes play three games here in North America over the next 72 hours. So these kids are going to get a chance to play. So we'll keep an eye on them. Another thing to look at is some of the veteran guys that are here on PTOs, like Ryan Dezingle and Ole Ulevi. And do they have anything left to prove in the National Hockey League? Might not be with the Arizona Coyotes, but can they get noticed and get another opportunity to play in this league? It was a weird atmosphere today with all of the stars not here. Keller, Schmaltz, Hayton, Cooley, the list goes on and on. As they're half a world away, there's a bunch of guys here trying to make this team and trying to stay within this organization and impress management. And I got a chance to talk to John Ferguson Jr. today, and he said it's really important. These guys are going to get opportunities to play in games over the next few days, and they need to show what they have so that they make sure they're still here on the ice when the group comes back from Australia. Watch Craig and Leah for everything in Australia, and I'll be here with Boots on the Ground in Arizona. We'll catch you real soon. Thanks, Leah. Craig, back to you. Back to us. Thanks, Petey. For the... Yeah, but we're going to throw it right back to Petey, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, well, first of all, thanks, Petey, for the update. I feel yeah. like it was a really succinct kind of summary of what's going on. Even even set the scene, the vibes. It must be a little bit strange to see an NHL training camp, but none of the stars there. And not really any media attention on it either. Yeah. It must be really weird for those players. Yeah, very but, true. Yeah. But um, one of the things PD mentioned was the players on PTO. And I know you had the chance to catch up with Ryan Dezingle um, yep. recently. So PD also had the chance to catch up with Ryan Dezingle on Thursday at the Ice Den, um, kind of about just his experience being here on a PTO for a team that doesn't really have a lot of roster spots left. So yeah. he lives about 30 seconds from the ice that he said with his <laughs> wife. So it, yeah, they, they like so many players. He settled here. He likes it here. Um, I think Ryan Dezingle's eyes were wide open coming into this PTO. I think, sorry to say, I think they were more wide open after our conversation a week ago on what it's going to take, you know, because we, we've talked about the roster that's here, like short of an injury, it's going to be really hard. I mean, he's going to have to play lights out and somebody's going to have to falter big time that's here in Australia for him to even get a chance. Even when you look at the situation with Ryan Dezingle, the age and how he fits in, that doesn't mesh with what the Coyotes are trying to do either. So it's a really hard situation for him. And PD, like you said, got a chance to catch up with him to talk yep. about it. So without further ado, uh, here's PD's conversation with Ryan Dezingle. Single Coyotes forward, um, first day of training camp. First, how was it coming back into this building? Because you've been a part of this organization before. Did that make it easier to come back for camp? Yeah, I think uh, it's the third time I went back to a team that I've already been on. So it's uh, it's a lot easier, a lot of faces you know, uh, similarities. So it's tough for these young guys, especially first day. So I'm trying to keep it light, try to help them. And I know what it feels like. So 
it's, uh, it's easy for me being an older guy, being a dad now. It's, you don't have to worry about too much. You, uh, you just go out and have fun. So it's, uh, like you said, it's very nice being familiar. So now you have been through this process before, and there's a lot of young guys here. Do you think your role is changing as you progress in your career? Like now you are one of the veteran leaders that are helping these young guys along? Yeah, I mean, I think I have a lot of experiences. I, you know, I've been moving around a lot, played at a very high level, scored a lot of goals, and then I got cut from a few places. So I've, uh, I've had a lot of experiences. So as a, as a man, as an older guy, uh, as a religious dude, you try to help as many people as you can. So, uh, yeah, you know, if they have questions, I'll help them. But at the same time, you know, they're just trying to do their thing. So try not to uh, get in the way of anybody. And, you know, if they need anything or have any questions, I'm there for them, and just like a lot of the other guys are. And, that's how I was. You know, Bobby Ryan was the guy that always took care of me when I was at training camp and let me stay at his house. So it's just uh, it's giving back to those guys now. What do you hope to gain from this training camp? I mean, we've seen what, you know, the number of contracts this team has and, and what they're looking for this season. What do you personally, are? what are you looking for out of this training camp? Yeah, I'm not trying to look in the past, but I've been hurt for a long time and finally healthy. So it's nice to be able to be myself, fly around and use my speed and do things that I couldn't do for a while. So no expectations. Like I said, I'm a father now. I'm I got a lot of priorities that are ahead of this, and uh, I'm going to give everything I have. That's what I've always done uh, since I was a kid, just give everything I have and see how things shake out. You know, normally in the past I've been a little nervous or, you know, try to put pressure on myself to do things, but now I'm just, you know, if there's no injuries, you know, I'll, you know, I'll figure out what's next. But if there is, you know, I'll step up and be ready. So no expectations on this end. Uh, what a great guy, Ryan Dezingle. You really get that sense from him that, he, you know, he's mature. He's obviously he been around a fun a guy long time. On the last yeah. time he was with the Coyotes, too. I mean, first, first of all, his nickname is Zinger, so it's, it's just one. fun to say it. It's a good one. But he was, he was a personality around the team, and he was a popular guy when he was here. You hope, yeah. Like I said, the the chances here are slim unless one of those crazy events occurs, and you don't want to see a guy injured. He, you don't want you don't want opportunity because of somebody else's injury. Obviously, you still have to step into that fold and take advantage of it, but you hope it doesn't happen that way. I just hope he gets an opportunity somewhere. And the fact that he's healthy again and yeah. skate, I mean, like he said, and there's no doubt about it, that guy can fly. He can absolutely fly. He's an elite skater. So if that part of his game's back, maybe he can catch someone's eye. Yeah, absolutely. So again, it, it's just bizarre how the training camp split into two. Andre Turini was asked today, you know, oh, are you going to be, are you paying attention to what's going back in, on in Arizona? And he said, you know, not really. I'm very focused on what's going on, which, you know, was an honest answer. But he said, of course, he plans to watch both of the games from this upcoming weekend yeah. in the U.S. on the plane, just like they watched the rookie games um, on the way over here as well. So, um, you know, they are going to have to come back together mm -hmm. at some point. But even though Andre Turney and the main assistant coaches are here, the de there's development staff. I know you had the chance to catch up with Lee Stepniak today as well. Yeah, that'll be part of a story uh, in a neutral zone on Saturday. Yep. Yep. Um, but, but, you know, also Bill Armstrong is keeping very close tabs on what's happening back there. He's having conversations with John Ferguson and Lee Stepniak yeah. all the time. So yeah. he's very curious. Yep. Um, and the Tucson Roadrunners coaching staff is yes. also a huge part of this, plays a huge role. Um, so the, the guys back in Arizona are in really good hands. Petey had the chance to catch up with John Slaney on Thursday at the Ice Den as well, who is the Tucson Roadrunners assistant coach. So let's throw it over to John Slaney and Petey and see what he has to say about what's been going on in Arizona. Runner assistant coach John Slaney. John, just want to touch base uh, on what happened with rookie camp. How did that weekend go for you and the team? Uh, it actually went really well. I mean, it, uh, 
you know, the guys, the prospects are ready to go. Uh, they, they, you know, they, these guys have been training all, all summer. Uh, you know, just a matter of getting their skills, uh, you know, systems down, understanding what we want and, and brought it in. And, you know, the guys competed very hard from shift to shift, and we did really well that way. Uh, you know, our power play and penalty kill got a lot of touches. I think we ended up with 25 penalty kills. <laughs> and so, but uh, overall, it was good. The guys competed on the bench. The communication was really well, so it was nice to see. So I don't want to say leaders, but the leadership kind of stepped up. We looked at Josh Doan and the number of points he put up over those three days. Did that surprise you, his offensive output, or is that what we should expect from Josh Doan? Not really. It didn't surprise us, I know, because he worked really hard over the summer and he worked on his speed, and that's what happened. He separated himself, and, you know, he did a great job on the wall battles. I mean, there's two or three chances he had just by beating guys off the wall in the D zone and carried all the way up. And, you know, just understanding, getting inside, cutting inside, and he had opportunities to finish. And, you know, those goalies over there played really well, but when he did have the chances to shoot quick, he ended up scoring goals. Now we're into main camp and we're getting ready. Do you think these rookies are getting an opportunity to show themselves here now? Now they're with rookies, now they're with the big boys is there a big adjustment for them here uh, you know, at times, I think they just have to understand what they got to step into and what they got to do, and they just got to do what they normally do at their best. I mean, if they just bring what they're good at, and then hopefully everything else works together, and they're veteran guys that help them out as the rookies go along, I think that's the biggest key now in today's game. All right. Well, um, a lot high praise for Josh Stone. Mm. Um, a guy, by the way, multiple people here have been very disappointed. It's a jersey. That, yeah. First of all, I saw a Sun Devil hockey Josh Stone jersey outside of Rod Labor today. Um, Stephen White, who once again, we need to shout out hooking us up with this amazing um, Melbourne Mustangs jersey and all the other swag you see here. He was disappointed that Josh Stone wasn't here. So Josh Stone, I mean, he's. He's household name um, and had a great rookie tournament, yeah. as as John mentioned. But um, yeah, just a, a unique situation for the guys back in Arizona. It's mm -hmm. Just it's a weird one. It is funny. Josh Doan is a household name in Australia. Yeah. Right? But we saw it. Where do we see it? We saw it at the NHL Global Tour, which was kind of cool to be a part of in a different nation because you get you get to see it through the eye. It's it's not American fans that like know everything or Canadian fans who know everything. It was. Australian fans who are maybe experiencing this for the first time. So it was cool to be on site for that. Yeah. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that I'm wearing um, black and white, which is <laughs> also the today. same color scheme of the Collingwood Magpies, one of the AFL teams who is playing, which I'm sure the game's already over by the time you're watching this. So you, if you care to look it up, you can know the result. But I really was blending in there so yeah, a lot of people thought she was rooting for the team and and by the way it's weird because you've been talking about magpies the entire time we've been here i think i've mentioned magpies every single day but yeah, the bird too. not the afl right. team right. um but yeah it I, it's unfortunate because it would be fun you know the games are completely sold out i actually think both the la kings and coyotes are going to tonight's game which mm -hmm. is a really cool experience for them um Craig and I couldn't get tickets. It's okay. The atmosphere is going to be really cool to watch it. The only thing that would make it better, Craig, is if we could bet on it. Um, <laughs> just I don't know, just for some rooting interest. I'm, yeah. I've accidentally made myself a Magpies fan, so uh, I'm all <laughs> in on Magpies. Um, and I would make that my DraftKings pick of the week if the game wasn't already over by the time everyone's watching this. So in classic PHNX Coyotes fashion, I reached out to Sean. What's your DraftKings nice. pick of the week? Sean said, let's run it back. Keep it classic. Bill's money line. So <laughs> my DraftKings pick I'm of the shocked. week on behalf of Sean Tapaz is the Buffalo Bills money line. So make sure you get those bets in ahead of the NFL slate this weekend. You also can bet on preseason hockey. I know it's crazy, but you can. I wouldn't recommend it, um, but 
It's something you can do. So make sure you check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app today. Use code PHNX. New customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles LA, 21 plus, oh, not LA. Louisiana. There you go. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.com slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gaming sources. Resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Ooh, get Woo. Your breath. Catch your breath. Um, it was a cold day here in Melbourne. It was cold. Very like cold. I know a lot of people are like, I, there, there was this narrative out there, by the way, because of the ice issues that it's hot in Melbourne. So they should have foreseen this coming. It, it wasn't not. hot in Melbourne. It was cold in Melbourne today. If you saw my picture on my Twitter of yeah. Craig, um, putting curtains over his head to keep warm. Not yes. sure about that, but um, yeah, it, didn't work, it was but... chilly. It was very chilly here. Mm-hmm. I think the high was only 60, but it was definitely in the fifties all day. The wind, but we have sun. It has been a very sunny day and a clear yep. day. I love a cold, clear day. It's very win- It's very like Arizona winter to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wearing boots today. I'm really embracing the cold weather. Hopefully, we can manifest that for Arizona for it to cool down. Um, but regardless, it was still sunny today. Craig and I both brought our Shady Rays to Australia, and they've definitely gotten some use. Um, and that's what's so great about Shady Rays because they've been – rattling around in my backpack and they are a hundred percent fine. <laughs> they are doing great. In fact, um, so check out shady rays. They're affordable. They have great styles and they come all, each style comes in a bunch of different colors as well. So, you know, if you, if you like to spice it up or keep it simple, shady rays has something for you. So right now for our listeners, shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over two hundred and fifty thousand people if any of you are australian and we met you today hello yeah, yeah. great meeting you a lot of coyotes jerseys there were a lot of coyotes jerseys. a lot i know a lot of it i mean they were literally selling coyotes merch at the merchandise mm-hmm. tent they were selling la king's merch they were se- selling global tour merch um so there were a few people who we talked to who said oh i literally just bought this right now because it's cool and that's part of it right there right it's branding they have a, a great logo they have a fantastic well we actually saw the desert night today as well which was cool but the coyotes have great branding and that's the start. And then maybe they come see the well, game. One of the, the one of the Rainia, one of um, the fans that we met today, who's awesome. I've been emailing with her actually for months, so we were really glad to get to meet her. Yeah. Um. I said, so how'd you become a Coyotes fan? Oh, I just love the logo. There it is. And she like she watches the games. Um. You know, it, there were people who gave us all sorts of funny reasons for why they're Coyotes fans, but. Even the global series merch, like the, I saw so many kids wearing the hats and the Coyotes logo is on one side of the hat. Right. Who knows by them just walking about and wearing that and, you know, oh, what's that logo? There, There's so many people like that's just one small gateway to getting introduced to the world of hockey. Yep. Um, so it was really cool. The the fan tour was very cool today. There were we the saw line for the Stanley Cup was insane. Insane. Yeah. Um, the Stanley Cup was there. We saw I mean, we saw jerseys from almost every single NHL we did. team. It was wild. It was amazing. Yes, yeah. they even had cool. the uh, the controversy 
alley where they had the Columbus Blue Jackets on one side and the Blackhawks on the other. So they decided to put those two teams together. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, but it was really great. And we got to talk to a lot of um, Australian hockey fans, met a lot of Coyotes fans who listened to the show. So again, hello, if we met you today, it was so great meeting you, uh, meeting you all. But one thing that came up a lot, which is new because we've been talking so much with the people who run Australian hockey here. So what are the barriers Mm -hmm. for getting ice, for coaching, for having resources to play hockey? But we kind of were introduced to a new one today, which is the barrier to watch hockey here. Um, And that was something I wasn't necessarily familiar with, um, which is that you have to pay to watch the NHL here. They don't offer league pass. So it's not like you're paying to watch all the games you're paying to maybe watch some. And that is a obstacle that, you know, some people they'll, they'll pay it. But again, it's, it's putting a barrier between growing the game here and, you know, I maybe the NHL is gonna is gonna pursue this, but they, this was they some... are pursuing a media rights deal, but I don't I don't know what it looks like. Yeah, and I don't think they do either at this point. Yeah, but I mean, it, one of the guys we were talking to, he was you know a teenager in the '90s and remembers watching NHL on ESPN at 7 a.m. on Sundays, yeah. and he and his buddies would just you know they'd be hungover or still out drunk from the bars whatever um and and watch hockey and that's how he he got into hockey back in the day um so again just having even rainia she said she works at a radio station so it was just more available for her to see there but you got to make the games available to watch i know the time change is crazy um Mm -hmm. but you know, people mentioned paying for it during the playoffs to watch then, but it's just, yeah. it's just an interesting note. Um, the, the guy that you mentioned to noted that all the sports here in Australia are free to watch on TV. And that's, I mean, obviously things are a little different in the States. It's, it's often about profit, maybe too often about profit, but if you're trying to, to make inroads in another nation, first of all, the, the, when, when in Rome approach, right? If that's the case in Australia, you probably need to think about doing the same. Like, are you really going to introduce a new sport and say, yeah, you have to pay to watch it when they have their own sports they're already familiar with and they're free. That's probably not going to work. And it's, it's an beyond that. It's probably a really good idea to make it free in the short term, because that's an investment for the future. If you expose it to the entire nation, because it's free, then you're going to draw people in and then that that can lead to other things down the road but if you restrict access through whatever pay method you're talking about you've got a tiny audience and then it, it's never going to grow so that was that was a really enlightening conversation to have yeah I, and i believe super strongly in that because i know it's i know the nhl is a business and you know they're in the business of making money and they think they can make money on people paying to watch which is true but I just think that you're making an investment in the future when you make it free, you get people bought into your product. And then if all of those people buy NHL merch, let's say, or you know, take trips and come by to the US and Canada and buy tickets to your games, or even just you know, grow the game here, that's yep. that's worth it. So I hope that there's some change made in that regard because there were so many people today who we met who said, I know nothing about hockey. I literally am just here, which again is amazing. And I think that's what's so great about this event this weekend is a lot of people are going to have their eyes open to hockey for the first time ever this weekend. And there's no better way to take in hockey than by watching it live in person, yep. truly. Um, but then follow up, right? Yep. Yeah. Follow up. Make sure it's available to them after this. It can't, as people keep saying here, it can't be a one-off. 
it can't be a one-off. You have to expose them to it. And if you're, if you're going to make them pay after this one game, sorry, I don't think it's work going to work. I think it's short-sighted. Yep. I definitely, definitely agree. Um, but Craig, since it's our last live show of the week, what was your uh, highlight of our, our trip so far? <sighs> Putting you on the spot. I'm going to, I'm going to say our, our trip down the peninsula to, especially to that seafood restaurant, the rocks, oh, we had the rocks, we Shout had out a spectacular the rocks. meal. The coast here is beautiful. That, that was fun. It was fun to have an off day. Obviously I'm around hockey all the time. You are too. And we enjoy this. We love our jobs and, and it's been a lot of fun being here to cover this, but I love exploring and, and yeah. that was a fun day to do it. Yeah. That was, that was very cool. Even if we missed the koala preserve. I'm While so, Andre Turney was taking it in. I'm so very upset about yeah. that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would say that was probably a highlight. Um, also, I think us just getting Melbourne coffee for the first time <laughs> on Monday was was a great highlight as well. Um, but there was one a, a small little anecdotal highlight that happened today, which we were walking out of the O'Brien Ice House to get back to Aww. go to the rink. And there was a very, very, very cute greyhound who was actually a retired race dog mm -hmm. um a silver greyhound beautiful craig tweeted a photo and his owner was wearing a toronto maple leafs hoodie which was hilarious so um great strategy of showing up outside of a hockey arena with your dog to get right. players to come over i'm pretty sure like 90 percent of the coyotes players and staff, and staff yeah, yeah like exactly. went over to pet this dog and say hello um but it just kind of you know especially with a retired greyhound there's so many oh, dogs such a sweet dog there's so many dogs deserving of such great lives um who you know maybe you don't a lot of people get puppies and i think it's great obviously to get puppies but there's so many dogs in shelters who are, just want a loving home so craig i'm gonna throw it over to you because this is something we like we talk about a lot because we want to bring light to it's a cause that means a lot to both of us yeah um, which is obviously rescuing animals yeah and maricopa county animal care and control tweeted this on on Friday, actually, um, that 63 more dogs had arrived at, at the shelter yesterday, bringing their total to 920 dogs waiting for their forever homes. And I've been told that they're, I mean, that that's a massive number. So you can imagine what that's like. I don't know if you've ever been to the county shelters. It's, it, it's, it's honestly a tough place anyway. It's really hard to be there. It's a hard situation for these dogs. But they're like putting two to three in a kennel because they're so overrun right now. They have dogs of all breeds, sizes, personalities. Adoption fees are waived right now for dogs that are six months or older in their empty the shelters event. So please, please, there is such need for homes for these dogs, for fostering for these dogs, for volunteering so that they can go out on walks and not just sit in their kennel. They need help. And I know so many of you love dogs. I know so many of you care about them, but like today's event, like we meet this Greyhound and it just underscored. It. It's crazy that we did it right before we were gonna, we knew we were going to talk about this yeah. today. Dogs are the best. They're yep. the best. I, I love them so much and there's so many in need and they can enrich your lives in so many ways. So please consider helping out here. It is a dire need right now at, at County. Yep. And if you're unable to adopt at this moment in time, consider, you know, letting people in your lives know who maybe can mm -hmm. be, consider getting a dog that they should adopt. Um, I've, my mom and I have rescued dog, mm -hmm. it, like the best dog ever. It's amazing. And I actually used to volunteer at, um, the, the county shelter when I was a teen um, and just, you know, getting to walk the dogs. It just, it's, it's like the highlight of their day just, it to, is. just to get outside, to play, to walk. Um, and just the most rewarding part was seeing 
them get adopted. So if, again, if you're able to help these dogs, please do. It's a cause that really means a lot to us. Um, but Craig, we're, uh, this is it for our live shows. Again, yep. we have two games. We'll give some recaps. Of course you can follow along on Twitter, um, with Craig and I, and our PHNX underscore coyotes Twitter as well for everything you need to know off of these games um, but we're coming back with a lot of swag until we got our melbourne mustangs jersey we got our afl ball i was gonna say football is it i don't know um the melbourne ice head coach is also gonna give us some more swag so we're coming back like with our arms full but the problem is we have nowhere to put it in the studio because we have all this foco merch in the studio already um but that's okay because foco has some great gear so check it out if you've never been on the foco website um, especially for their college stuff they have apparel accessories toys collectibles novelty items and more they have your back for arizona sports not sure about australian sports i actually haven't checked the australian side of the site but if not it's okay because they have arizona gear on there so you can get the best gear around by visiting foco.com that's foco.com and using code phnx and for all non-presale items use the promo code phnx for 10 percent off and speaking of phnx it has been and this is going to sound extremely cheesy but it has been an honor and a privilege to be here absolutely truly like i just want to reiterate our thanks to saul bookman and brandon spano for um giving us Mm -hmm. the green light to come here all i wanted to do this week is connect the fans in arizona to what's going on here and i hope that we've done that i think the camp confidentials have been a really great way to get to know the personalities Um, we've talked to all sorts of people from dallas eakins to stephen white of the australian ice hockey league um it's it's just been such a breath of coverage right to get a sense of what's happening here from a league level and from a team level and really from australia yeah, uh, their perspective as well. What it's like to have the NHL come here. I hope we've captured all of that. Yeah, we've tried to do that. Yeah, we really have. So it's it's definitely been the trip of a lifetime, and we appreciate everyone following along. And um, by the way, I I I said I was going back to all the live chats, and <laughs> Nick, I saw your message to Hi Future Leah. Hello, current Nick. If you're watching, there's my <laughs> response back. Um, we appreciate everybody being flexible with another the- Nick. Yeah. By the way, oh my God, there were a lot of Knicks today. Yeah, yeah. we had we had we had Nick Schmaltz and Nick Bugstead at the podium today, and Nick Kosanika from NHL.com <laughs> asking questions. Yeah, it was, great. it was very confusing. Yeah, and they kept saying, "Any more questions from the Knicks?" Oh, a third Nick. It was very funny. Um, but the season, I mean, it, it's just two weeks away already. Crazy, um, and the coverage is only going to continue from here. So, if you're not a diehard, we would. Appreciate you becoming one, not just for us, but for you as well, because you're missing out on a great Arizona sports community, especially our Coyotes community is amazing. It bands globally, as we learned yeah. um, this week and today, meeting everybody. Um, so become a diehard. You can get access to our Discord, access um, to Craig's diehard only pieces on the website. Mailbag coming next week. Mailbag is on the horizon. You got 20% off merchandise, 20% off events. Um, So just a lot of great reasons to become a diehard. And you can join us for all of our Cardinals away games at the MGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium for ticket raffles, prize giveaways, and more. The link is in our show notes for that. So again, it's a a really great community. And it's I will say I've actually really missed – interacting with the chat during these shows that's been like the one thing it's weird that i wish we could have had this week again i did go back as you know um and watch them all and read all the live chats but we're looking forward to being back with you synchronous um next week but yeah i hope i hope you've all enjoyed what we've brought to you from australia and there's a little more coming so 
yeah, for sure. Anything else before we get out? That's all I got. It's time to grind now, right? We got we to do some work. I got to do some work. I'm going to get a lot done tonight. It's time to which grind. Which is today for you. Yes. Mm. Yes. Okay. Um, well, everybody, thanks so much for watching, for following along. We still have a couple of days here to go. Um, be sure to hit the like button on this video. Say hi to future me in the chat. I'll be reading later. Hi to future Craig. Um, and yeah, subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. There's a ton of extra content on there as well from this trip. So you don't want to miss that. Um, and you can follow Craig on Twitter at Craig S. Morgan. Follow me at Leah Merrill. You can follow Petey. He's going to be at the Ice Den again probably while you're watching this. Um, Before they take off for yeah. all those games. Yeah. At S. Peters Hockey and follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. This has been a great week. We're looking forward to seeing you all next week. And in the meantime, have a good weekend and enjoy watching some Coyotes hockey. Yay. Bye.